Hey guys, Footy Focus Podcast, episode 5. We are recording on Tuesday, May the 25th. Uh, five weeks off, so joined by my co-host, Shahan. How are you going? Yeah, hi, Shahan. I got not too bad. Yeah, five weeks. I think you had COVID and yeah, we had a bit of audio troubles. But um, yeah, we're back and we might have a couple of new listeners as well <laughs> this time around. A shout out to them. So we'll jump on to the talking points. So we'll jump straight on to your boys, the Russo. Um, it's a bit topical at the moment. Three of the recruiting guys all resigned yesterday, officially. So what's your thoughts on that? Because there's been a lot of, uh, I guess, negativity with even Noble's coaching and then the recruiting guys have left the week before the mid-season draft. Yeah, timing's not great. Um, pretty shocking news when I first read it. But, um, yeah, I mean, this is what happens when you're sort of bottom of the ladder or second bottom, have won one game against depleted eagle side and getting smashed by 10 goals <laughs> at least pretty much like best part of like, two months um yeah it's not ideal um a lot of questions being asked about why um and also what happened a couple of weeks ago with nobles outburst yeah. <laughs> making the news so which is which is apologized for to the players before the news yeah. came out anyway and all, apparently something similar happened last year after the good friday okay. debacle as well so yeah. <clears throat> maybe that's his coaching style maybe it's yeah. not uh, <clears throat> like rubbing off as well yeah because uh, he hasn't been a coach like at afl level before and yeah yeah so maybe relationships aren't as good and like smooth as what it needs to be uh, but yeah you don't really hear about three important recruiters walking out yeah, same um, day as well yeah it's not a coincidence and yeah kangaroos are very rolling sort of played it off as coincidence but yeah. i mean no one's going to sort of buy that so there must be sort of relationship um issues happening at the top end so and that's what you don't need from a rebuilding side yeah because you want stability yeah 100 percent because you like I guess the number one step of rebuilding is to go to the draft. So ideally, you want the same team going on the draft, you know, three, four, five years in a row. And like, I think, what are, the, what are the, the number one picks? Like Will Phillips and Jason Horn Francis, they're probably the main, the last two drafts. Yeah, but we've had sort of good young players from like the Simpkin draft in yeah. 16, where we got Larky, Zerha, and maybe yeah. um, before, but yeah, these sort of guys in as well. So there's a lot of talent there, but. Um, yeah, you definitely need the recruiters to be there long term. Yeah. Um, Finnegan's been there 17 years, so I think he's going to the Hawks. Yeah, you might argue he hasn't had the best strike rate, um, just because the club hasn't been, um, yeah, the, like one of the better clubs yeah. in, in, since pretty much, yeah, like pagan days. But um, so maybe it's a good thing. But you'd want this to happen at the end of the year rather than yeah, yeah in the middle. But um, yeah, Scott Clayton's there, Rawlings is there, McPherson from the D's is there, and he's been through this sort of these sort of circumstances with clubs. So um, I can also sort of understand and almost accept the ten goal Dolphins, yeah. but when there's issues at like club level, like um, at the top, yeah. that's when like yeah, there's a little bit more alarm bells because all rebuilding teams get smashed by sixty points. Yeah. Week in week out, like you only have to look to 2018 where Carlton lost. Um, I had a look today actually, they lost I think nine games over 50 points. Yeah. Now they're second, I think, on the ladder. Yeah, so yeah. three years later, four years later, they're um, one of the premiership sort of fancies, yeah. yeah. So mm. it can change 
relatively quickly, I suppose. But yeah, the stability in leadership is missing at the moment in the Kangaroos, and that's a bit worrying. And you'd want to get it sorted. So, Heron, I think Horn France have delayed contract talks to end of season. Are you worried about that, or you just think it's maybe just some, yeah, that's, getting some leverage, maybe? Yeah, it's probably a byproduct of what's happening. I reckon yeah. if we were winning and doing all right and they mm-hmm. still delayed talks, it yeah. wouldn't be an issue. But I think the new CBA is to be worked out. And yeah, yeah I think I read Horn France has said started the year that he was not going to sign until yeah. end of the year. So, I think managers are smart. They know that we don't have a lot of stars, we've yeah. got room in our cap. So why would they sign now where they can, if they play well, like yeah. Zaha and Juan Francis are playing pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they can bump up their paycheck by another 100k maybe if they wait. So, you know, as a supporter of an Adelaide club, like Port and Adelaide are going to go hard after Horn Francis after two years. But I think it's good for the comp if he stays at the Rosen. Like he's probably your next captain maybe in a few years' time. Yeah, maybe, not, yeah. maybe not in a few years' time, but probably the one Could after Zeebel. Um, he looks like a 10-year, 15-year player. So yeah. Um, hopefully he does stay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want to see number one kicks walk out on the club. Um, no, it hasn't yeah. happened since Tom Scully. Yeah. Um, that was a godfather offer as well. Yeah, so... I mean, yeah, we probably don't have to think about that now, but uh, media always talks this up, like Ben King before he resigned, mm. the coaches rank in. They mm. all look like they're going to stay at the Suns. So yeah. um, I don't think that's a bit of an issue. What about... Um, just a couple more minutes on yeah. this. Clarkson's available. He used to yeah. play for North, yeah. um, and he has the desire to coach again. He said he's not going to coach GWS, I think. Yeah, I think Would, he said that on the record, yeah. So if Noble isn't the man, you reckon Kangaroos should go after Clarko? Oh, I think every club, except for maybe the Demons, should go after Clarkson. Um, I think the issue that with Clarkson and the Ruse is Clarkson said his decisions would be based on which club he can take to a premiership. I don't think he was talking about a four, five-year time frame. Mm-hmm. I think he was talking about as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might be someone like, I don't know why he said no to GWS, but I think their list is a bit better than um, Most their record. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think yeah, I think every club apart from the D should probably go after him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, looking at, I guess, the ladder, Lions, Fagan, Carlton, Voss, Fremantle, Longmuir, Saints, Ratton, Cat, Scott, Sydney, Longmuir, Richmond, Hardwick. I couldn't see any of those clubs moving on. Like yeah, all those, exactly. all those yeah. coaches are fairly well entrenched, like, yeah. except for Voss, but Voss is dominating at the moment. And he's proven he can take a bottom team and yeah. build them up. So, mm. And yeah, you're getting quality kids there. Uh, yeah. We've got to get another high pick. So I add that with Juan Francis and you know the guys who've mm. been there for a while. Um, what about Simpson though? Because I don't. Maybe he's not you know, up for the rebuild, but like, I think he's a better coach than um, the Eagles yeah, that probably uh, deserves. And he's but, a favourite son as well. Yeah, yeah, he he is. He he is Premiership player as well, so he'd know what he's doing. But uh, I mean, ideally, I'd like Noble to stay there. Yeah. Give him another year. Yeah. Uh, I know Mark Neal only lasted like a year and a half or something. But, but he didn't have the development track record that Noble does. Mm-hmm. Like he's helped Adelaide rebuild, helped. Brisbane rebuild, so yeah, um, yeah. I don't think he should be yeah, yeah gone okay. in the middle of the season. I, I think no, no, no. For Simpson, I, I think give Noble a bit more time. Yeah. The only reason I'd move him on is if Alistair Clarkson is achievable. Yeah. yeah. That's the only reason. Otherwise, there's also like Leon Cameron, who's done a good job building yeah. the Giants. That's list. true. He's he's shown he can develop with Green and Hopper Kelly into superstars. Mm. So yeah, so he'd be another option, but yeah. 
Chelsea. We'll move on to... We won't go through the game reviews. I think there's about five rounds um, played since the last pod. Um, so with Port, lost to Carlton, beat West Coast, Saints, Bulldogs and the Roos. Because you had a good run there. Uh, what what helped that? So I think... Who, who or game style or... Yeah, I think game style personnel, like Gray came back, Aaliyah came back. Um, they're two major additions. Even Wines, too, like he had that heart issue versus the Ds. Um, so halftime versus Carlton, down 50 points. I think Rosie got moved into the midfield. Boak went half forward, and that probably changed Rosie's season and the trajectory of it because um, he's been um, yeah, really elite, I think, especially with his ball use. Um, he's not... Yeah, A grade mid yet, but I think next season that should be the aim. Um, Hayes as well with Lysette's absence. Hayes' tap work has been really impressive. Doesn't have the fitness to go through a game at the moment while we're using Powell Pepper and Finlayson and Marshall as backups. Um, and yeah, Marshall, I think Marshall's been the biggest positive, I think, the last five weeks. 60R um, finally assert, asserted control of the forward line minus Dixon, and I think Dixon's back this week. So Marshall on the number two back, um, hopefully should dominate a bit more than he has previously. Yeah, and he's been playing well even when the bats are losing. Yeah, well, kicked so. bags of five. And he played well against us in Tasmania. I think they played in Tasmania. Tasmania, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Ollie Wines had a good game that day, I remember. He sort of smashed us in the contested ball. Yeah, that was probably his best game. He probably went backwards a bit on the weekend, but we'll touch on that mm-hmm. soon. Um, I think Burton's the other one i like to mention. Maybe not an all-Australian contender, but he's been pretty elite. Um, and stood up when we were zipping five as well. Um, yeah. So with your matches, uh-huh. um, so we'll I just go through a summary of it. <laughs> I think the average losing margin would have been about 65 points. <laughs> so you can just rinse and uh, repeat five reviews. Yeah. But um, I just want to talk about um, maybe the list a bit more. Um, I know there's a lot of talent in there, um, young talent that is, um, but I reckon there's a little bit of a disparity between experience and, and quality experience, I mean, because um, rebuilding sides need experienced heads to teach the young players, telling them to get, his, get into position, um, even set an example as well. So uh, I just reckon during those that stretch that we're still going, even though we're a bit better on the weekend, yeah. um, our experience, 100-plus gamers, um, they're just not um, playing to AFL or club standard, really. Yeah, only Goldstein is the only one I can think of. We all know Cunnington's not out there, but the guys like Aiden Core, Josh Walker, Turner, um, Luke McDonald's been okay, but sort of probably want a bit more from him, and Greenwood's had no real impact. So, um, yeah, just those names, they're not, they don't like jump out of the sheet really. Like, Earl Max won at Best and Fairest, and Greenwood's played in a grand final, but otherwise, um, yeah, they're not. They don't compare to your sort of Pendlebury's, uh, Chris Moore, Sidebottom, these sort of guys who's who's been all Australian or had played in Premiership. Same with Sydney. They have Parker, Kennedy, Buddy, even Hawthorne have O'Meara, Tom Mitchell, Wingard, Bruce. Um, I just reckon we lack that. Um, do you think they should the Roos should target a few more experienced players uh, end of the year? Yeah, hundred percent. I think that's. Um, I mean, I think- the number one key to any rebuild, but you definitely need yeah, older players around. Um, like Greenwood's probably not an older player. Like I would have expected more from Greenwood because he was pretty elite the first half of last season at the Suns before he went down with that injury. 
Uh, McDonald had that one elite season, but probably been disappointing since injury probably plays a part too. And Frank McClure as well. McClure was probably holding down number two, number three key back for the Giants for a few years there. But um, I think, yeah, same thing with Elmac, just the continuity with injuries and probably mm-hmm. stopped him. But um, Tom Lynch, I know you recruited him last season. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon has he played a game at all? Uh, so I think his role was. But he hasn't played a game. No, he? not no, for yeah. the seniors. Yeah. I don't think he's played for the VFL either. I think okay. he's just on the list so we could pay him so we could do development. Coach, coach. yeah. So cash, just yeah. using, not using the soft cap. So um, I'm just sort of question. It's questionable whether that was the right decision. I reckon. Yeah. Like if he's there, I reckon play him because even our VFL team's getting smashed. So probably needed an experienced player like that. Um, yeah, and they'll also, even if they're 30 plus, 31, 32, like a Gunston or like Bruce we mentioned, maybe yeah. side bottom, we can target one of them to come in. And then there's a couple of free agents like Angus Brayshaw and Bailey Dale. Yeah. Who you'd have to pay a lot to get them over to a bottom team. But um, yeah, those sort of guys we need to replace some of the journeyman players we have um, to complement the youth and educate the youth as well. Yeah. I think I think Cunnington's probably been a yeah, bigger loss than um, I think people realise because he's at his best probably up there with Kennedy as the number one contested player in the comp. Mm-hmm. Um, you pretty much haven't had him for two years. Like he's had his health issues, obviously that's a priority. But um, yeah, with had him in the midfield, he helps Simkin. He helps yeah um, all the other players around him as well. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we've had a few injuries like Jed Anderson's back now, but um, yeah, Mackay's probably yeah best defenders being out in and out of the team because yeah. of injury but um yeah just did some stability and um consistently good football like um yeah guys like luke parker and omira these guys offer yeah. their teams but the man you've got goldstein helping out sharing the rock like tom lynch ideally would help out you know the likes of larky and zohart forward and then back whether it's mcdonald or mm-hmm. zebul um and they came to in the midfield so you do have the players there just um maybe a few more yeah probably missing like a one 100 game player in on each line um maybe not defense defense probably need a better player but mm. um yeah that's um just just a topic i wanted to touch on okay we'll jump on to port's uh game against geelong you're gonna review that yeah so i was watching this at the glen on the foxtel iq um don't have been that <laughs> i was watching it watch it gavin was sleeping so it was all right um, so yeah, I think just missed a huge opportunity to square the ledger at five all, um, oh, sorry, five wins, five losses. Um, consider the last five goals in the third where the game was lost, um, including Cameron's top after the siren, 12 scoring shots to 27. So it looks like a bit of a smashing, but I think second quarter, we really dominated. I think we just kicked three goals in a row. We didn't really capitalize on that. Only took a one point lead into court into halftime, um, contested possessions, yeah, minus 29, which is absolutely smashed. Um, only one out of the top six contested players on the ground. Wines was really down. Um, Drew and Sound Power Pepper, they're probably your three main ones um, that were down. Both was relatively good, but um, yeah, when you get smashed like that in the midfield, you just have no no hope of winning. And Jeremy Cameron's always a danger man. And did, how did Olio go on him? Yeah, completely dominated again. So... Cameron was the match winner, so yeah, his stat line's incredible. 24 possessions, 3 goals, 12 score involvements, 3 contested marks, 
13 contested possessions, three clearances, eight inside 50s in the most metres game. So yeah, well. he played like a midfielder and a forward. Um, I think it's proven that Ali is just not good enough versus the elite forward. Like Cameron's beaten him twice. Kerno's kicked a bag on him. Norton's beat him this year. He has to play on the weaker forward so yeah. he can chop in and Yeah, exactly. And that's what we did against the Cats in the final last. I think Jonas took Cameron and Aaliyah played on Rowan or mm. um, Simpson. Um, so you can beat like the likes of you know Jack Rewalt, Membry and McStay, but um, those elite players, I think just play Jonas on him and then Jonas on them and then get Aaliyah just like you said as the third. Was Jonas the third back? He was back, yeah. He was back. So um, Jonas isn't good enough to not one-on-one, but when you've got Aaliyah supporting, then I think that's when you mm-hmm. use his strength. Um, Stewart was probably the next best on ground, game my 13 intercepts. He's just an absolute star, probably going to get another All-Australian. Uh, Marshall versus De Koning was interesting. So Marshall kicked two goals, but only had six touches, and De Koning, yeah, beat him five marks to one, 11 intercepts. Mm-hmm. Um, Kane Farrell was a real positive, so he's keeping Dersma out, and it probably makes it easier to lose Carl um, Amon later this year, which looks like a formality. Oh, that sucks. You guys always seem to lose some decent well, player. Polak. Was probably the last one. Oh, okay, that's not too bad. Then. Amon, yeah, will probably be the next one. Okay, okay. Um, I couldn't see us matching, you know, offers and things yeah. like that. I think the Saints of Carlton probably picked him up. Maybe the Rouge, I don't know, potentially, but um, yeah, I think I think with us going inside four fifty, you want either Rosie Farrell, Houston, or Butters having the ball because when it's in their hands, it generally hits the target. Otherwise, it doesn't. Um, yeah, but yeah, Farrell kicked two clinical goals. Dominant first up, but faded out in the second half. So that's probably his next step, just to be consistent for the whole whole match. Mm-hmm. And uh, was Houston the contributor? Yeah, so that was probably his best game of well, his career, really. Um, 11 marks, including three contested. Um, really mm-hmm. dominated, 30 plus four. Fourth most metre gained. Um, Pulley was really good, so only conceded one goal to Hawkins and two contested marks. All the kick, kicked one on Burton and there was a switch. Um, Rosie and Butters, like I mentioned before, next steps are just probably more clearances um, and one goal a game. I think that's what, you, what's what the elite mids are doing. So I don't think it'll happen this season, but next season, um, hopefully that's yeah. the case. He had a good start, Butters. Like yeah. Maybe just um, Faded. fading a little bit, but still young. Uh, just uh, you're missing Link. You reckon another elite midfielder would complement the young players and be the bridge between... Oak and the rest? Yeah, like I mentioned this in the, I think the season review last season, definitely needed to chase a mid. Um, whether it was Merritt, I think Merritt would have been perfect, but then he re-upped and then maybe not Amira, I think his body is a bit shot. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's a Tom Mitchell or I don't know, even a, not Wingard, but a Bruce or someone like that. Um, nah, Bruce is a bit too old probably. He's probably what? It's a Dunkley maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Dunkley's maybe Angus, pretty mid Angus Bruce or is he too... I think it, I think Brayshaw either stays at Melbourne or goes to play with his brother on the Mac, but um, he'd be perfect to be honest too. But um, I think that's the difference between us and um, the top four teams, even last season, I think, mm-hmm. as well. Um, but yeah, just no impact from the three key forwards. So yeah, Dixon just comes straight in, I think, for Finlayson this week. And mm-hmm. um, your Motlop and Sam Pepper were really down. Who, those two have been pretty good this season. Yeah, fine. Yeah, Power Peppers have was something good. Yeah, the games yeah. he played well, a bit, bit of a barometer. Mm. But uh, yeah, we'll move on to the Kangaroos. Yeah, so game. the Roos played. Melbourne. I was uh, going to say Nam. Yeah. 
Is it Nam? Is it? No, for nah, a couple for of weeks. Yeah. Couple of weeks, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, um, this game uh, much better effort. I thought better effort and also execution of the game plan. Uh, you could sort of see the, um, what we're trying to do a bit more, like a few more short kicks. Um, yeah. So it wasn't a blowout until late. I think they kicked um, a couple of goals in quick, quick succession in the third, in the third and the fourth quarter. So it sort of blew out the margin and a couple of umpiring decisions went their way. So felt more like a maybe 25-point loss than a 47-point loss because uh, we were within one goal halfway through the third quarter. So to be that against Melbourne, the reigning Premier Undefeated, yeah. Yeah. Um, sh- sure, they might have not been playing their best and everything, but that's good effort. Um, yeah. The controlled game plan was just from half-back, we were sort of, honoring the short leads yeah. and working the ball through sometimes through the corridor yeah. if it was there um, but even looking yeah, a little bit wider yeah. it was just that short last kick into the 50 that was poor that was causing the turnover and then we're not not a good defensive team so once we turn the ball over the chances of opposition scoring are very high so yeah. um so does that control i guess game plan does it lead to more turnovers or yeah just uh, they mentioned this in the commentary just because we our possession i think we had more possessions than them but yeah. more marks anyway but over, yeah. yeah it just allows um the chances of an error occurring yeah. so more kicks more handball yeah. more air turnovers yeah. uh, so that's the only thing i'm not too sure about i reckon we're not skilled enough to play that sort of game uh, because once it if it gets turned over in the middle or all like at the back then they're gonna score like uh, Hayden was an example he went to kick it uh, 45 degrees in yeah. the back pocket straight into Fritch yeah who was on that. the mark and yeah, yeah so um, things like that we've got to iron out um, and not let it happen so um, I'm still not convinced with the game style but it was an improved effort anyway about the uh, tackle count yeah we won that so we've been getting smashed in that by a lot even games where we've been it's about uh, where the oppositions have, have had the ball. But, uh, yeah, we won at 59 to 56. Davies, Juniak and Greenwood with 6 and 7. So that was an improvement. But, um, yeah, that that's minimum. Like, you'd expect that. Like, just tackle. Because you want to score from turnovers. And to get turnovers, you need pressure. And to, and to have pressure, you need tackling and um, pressure acts. So, um, yeah, I think Davies, Juniak has been pretty impressive in that form of this game this year. How did the back line hold up? Yeah, pretty well considering we gave up 74 inside 50s. So 34, that's 34. plus 40. Um, yeah, to 34, oh, wow. yeah. So um, so, so you'd be surprised the margin is as close as it was. But yeah, Cole had his probably best career game, 26 or 27 touches. Um, and Bailey's got something a good year and Walker's pretty consistent. Um, but the centre clearances is where we got smashed. Like, Oli Wines did to us. I think Cole Clayton all about about 15 yeah. plus contested yeah, best game position. of the season nearly yeah uh anderson was okay a bit better um perez i'm, perez, I'm happy he's getting games sitting on the park and he's shows a little bit every now and then but um yeah simkin was terrible like he, he gets the ball but he's just bombing it in like not looking where he's kicking it just out of form at the moment or well he was he had COVID a couple of years ago yeah bnf yeah. yeah so yeah a little bit of a down patch so just needs to like take a bit of time. He's got that step we can use to like give it a bit more time, but yeah, maybe he's getting a bit frustrated as well. Forty-seven percent disposal efficiency. 
Uh, Taron Thomas also had limited impact. Um, and Horn Francis, I'm sure you'd be dying to know how he... <laughs> I always ask you about Horn Francis, yeah. yeah. Um, no, he was good again. I think he's been pretty consistent, just hard at it. Probably should have got a couple of free kicks. Um, I can sort of see why the umpire is not paying it because it does look a little bit salwoody in the way yeah. he sort of, yeah, sort of tries to strike the tackle, but his yeah. Yeah, elbow lifts up. Um, but yeah, he did get a goal, and um, hopefully, yeah, continues on playing consistent footy. And... Is he playing full time mid or is he playing more half forward? Was was a bit of both. Uh, probably more mid than half forward, but he was playing a bit more half forward early yeah. on. Um, yeah, maybe because Anderson's back and yeah, got a couple of the midfielders back, but um, yeah. You got look ideally you got yeah Cunnington, Horn Francis, Taron Thomas, Jai Simkin, Anderson. Forty years. So you got yeah, the makings have... of a like an elite yeah, yeah, midfield. Yeah. So this is sort of what the problem Richmond had when they had Martin Cochin yeah. and all these sort of yeah Rewalds and Rands, but they weren't getting the job done. Yeah. Back like before they hit their yeah. prime. So so it has to be like game plan maybe. So I don't know. We'll, maybe confidence is another thing and experience. So uh, because yeah, I reckon the pieces are there. It just has to come together. So another better showing hopefully next week again. Mm-hmm. So we'll do some quick previews as well. Um, yeah, Port Adelaide got Essendon. Sunday um, Twilight, I think it is the last uh, game. It's of a terrible round. time slot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, Essendon they're a bit pretty out of form as well at the moment, up and down, uh, more down actually. But yeah, well, second um, or third last week. Yeah, and they. Uh, what do you reckon? Their key defenders aren't very good. Yeah, I think that's. I think definitely with Dixon back, just when we can expose that. I think Laverde will go straight to him, but then I'd like to see Marshall demand more inside fifty targets and should beat. I think Reed's probably the number two key at the moment, so I'd like to see Marshall not kick a bag but dominate that matchup. So if Fantasia comes back in, um, actually I don't think Fantasia comes back in. He, I think he plays Sandville this week. I don't think he got up for the last week's match, so um, I think Motlop keeps his place. Um, I want to see Bergman come back into the side. I think he's clear best 22. Replaces Amon. Um, Sandful, BOG, Dersma. I think he's still kept out by Farrell. Um, yeah, Farrell's played all right, didn't he? Yeah, I, th- I just like his ball used to. Like, he's probably the, the best kick in our team, maybe apart from Houston. Um, so I want to give Farrell more of a chance. Um, I think Drew should tag Merritt. So midfield matchups probably Wines Parish, Butters McGrath, Rosie Corwell, Boke Shield, Farrell Martin. Um, yeah, it's gonna be in the middle, right? Like the contested ball, because yeah. their contested ball players they're not very big, so I reckon no. Wines and Boke should be able to like push them over. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Parish questions. is probably their biggest mid. Um, Parish or Shield, maybe. So um, yeah, you're right there. And Cleary goes to right. Elias probably got a support in the air because he's given up a fair bit of height. Mm-hmm. Um, if Stringer comes back, I think Jonas plays on him down back, and then Dumont in the midfield. Dumont's been actually really good. Yeah, um, um, he's I think he's best twenty-two at the moment. Yeah, so. he's good defensively. Yeah. Well, so. and that's what we need too. I think um, in the midfield. So Bonner's still a few weeks away. Um, Jones can make it difficult for selectors to keep his place. Um, probably need an AFL ready ruck in the mid-season, um, just in case Hayes goes down because Lysette's still a while away um, from playing. Okay, right. So that'll be interesting to see if you guys have a pick. You guys have one pick? We've got one. Pacini went down with an uh, ACL in the, in the reserve. So and we're two wins out of the eight plus Pacini. So mm-hmm. really should be a percentage boosting win if we're serious, I think. 
Yeah. So uh, I think you guys were going favorites and yeah, expose us and then some weak spine that spine there. Yeah. Uh, if you keep um um what do you call Peter Wright, two meter Peter yeah. to a couple Watch. of goals. Yeah. Um don't let him don't give him the opportunity because he's very accurate. So yeah. keep oh, him out. Then um I, I don't think Essendon can kick it with his score. It's a plan. So the Roos playing the Saints Marvel early start Sunday. Uh yeah, we do Jack Seville's two fiftieth, I think, so congratulations to him. Um so yeah, yeah, another game. It's gonna be another hard game. St Kilda's um in pretty good form at the moment. Um all they Jack Steele's not playing, but they've got deep midfield with um yeah, Ross and Crouch, Singler, Gresham, these guys. So um I just like to see us yeah, being competitive again. Um yeah, if we're on and can get her a bit off, we could maybe the margin could be a lot mm. closer than people think. But yeah, just controlling the ball again, especially yeah from defense, like uh, looking at trying to execute the game plan because it's all, almost worked against Melbourne. But if you can hit that last kick inside four fifty and turn them into goals, um, try to get 12, 13, 14 yeah. goals and could be in with a shot. Um, I don't think we're going to get anyone back from injuries. Um, I think Mackay and Hall, they're not, at least another couple of weeks away, which is disappointing. Mackay and Hall? Yeah. So Mackay, oh, Mackay's still injured, is he? Yeah, he's got an injury, I think. Um, and Stevenson's the other one. So if Taylor doesn't get up, I reckon Stevenson might come back in. It's a bit of a like-for-like. But, um, I was going to ask you, who's, got, who's playing on King there? Yeah, King's the tough match one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you need to stop King. So. And they've got Gresh... Um, Membry and Ryder or, and, uh, and Marshall, Marshall yeah. when they rest there as well. So we're going to be a little bit short down back again, um, which is, again, a not good um, reflection on the recruiting staff who didn't go into this season mm. with enough tall defenders. Uh, maybe do we see a debut for McGuinness? Um, why is he on the list if he's not, I don't know, ready? Flying, yeah. And um, maybe he needs to put on a bit more weight, but then we should have got another key defender. Um yeah, maybe Josh Walker goes to him. I reckon yeah. Core is still suited for that second tour. Yeah, memory maybe. Or third, yeah. Um, yeah, and, and I don't know, Zebul seems to be playing forward, so he would be a good matchup for like a memory as well. So, uh, yeah, and Turner, I reckon, needs to go to Hill uh, or Sinclair, one of the two, because uh, Hill's just too good by foot and he mm. uh, had a best on ground performance last week. Missed you and Sinclair's in all Australian form, so maybe Bailey Scott can, or someone can just lock down on those two. Um, and Gresham's the other one. He's probably like the main guy, actually, Gresham. So when he yeah. plays, it's like, Class, yeah. play. well, so does he go head to head? Maybe, maybe tag him. I'm not sure, but uh, it'll be a, a lot of work for Goldie and um, Sherry, I think, just to um, nullify their Ruckman. Um, but in terms of the middle, I reckon we'll just go head to head. Maybe back our guys in. To beat their guys, like yeah. well, if you stop the supply, like you don't, you don't want to concede seventy four inside fifties with yeah, mm-hmm. King Marshall Ryder up forward. So if you can stop the supply and win the mm-hmm. midfield battle, then that's half you. We've but, got a yeah, good good record against St Kilda at uh, Marvel. I think we won quite a lot of games yeah. against them. So they got us last year, but now if we can bring in some intensity and um, um, I don't know backs against the wall sort of type stuff, then maybe we can. Pinch one here, but yeah, I still reckon St Gilda would probably uh, march to a comfortable win. 
What's happening with Will Phillips? I heard he's got an illness. Yeah, he had glandular fever oh, early on, yeah, and then yeah, I might have got COVID, but yeah, he's indefinite, which is um not what you need. You don't need young, high, top draft yeah. picks being injured, um, especially when you're on the bottom side. So yeah, there's guys like Eddie Ford also in the list, and Bonner and Combin. Um, yeah, test, yeah. yeah, so uh, injury, yeah, this is another problem at North, so we just need to get that right. Move on to the tips. So I'm 58 and you're 62. So I think you're first and I'm fourth in our comp. So you're yeah, comp well ahead. So I'm yeah. going to tip a few upsets this week to try and catch up. Um, so the round starts Sydney versus Richmond at the M- at the SCG. Sorry, I've got Sydney. I tip Sydney. I tip Richmond for this one actually. I reckon. Okay. Yeah, Sydney. They're a little bit up and down at the moment. Um, they don't seem to be playing the best for yet. SCG and Richmond, they just, when you don't think they'll win, they'll pop up and win mm. a game. So, um, yeah, maybe Tarrant can get the job on Buddy and yeah. lock him. I think Rampy goes to Dusty, so that's going to be a pretty good matchup to watch as well. He's back in form. Um, so, Saturday, Geelong hosting Adelaide at GMHBA. I've got the Cats. I think Tex, Gallant, and Thilthorpe maybe can expose the Cats back six. I think they've really got DeConning and Blitzars yeah. back there. <laughs> I think on Tex is. Got COVID or something. He's oh, out he? with protocols. Oh, there you go. Um, but it's going to be a tough task to beat anyone. I yeah. beat Geelong at um, their home ground. So um, you, you think Stewart will control it from the back and mm. Cameron might look ominous again. Mm. It's Brisbane hosting GWS at the Gabba. I've got Brisbane. Starsvich versus Green will be pretty. Another good matchup to watch as well. Yeah, had their colours lowered in Tasmania, Brisbane. So mm. there'll be one in a bounce back. And yeah, they should get the job done. But um, yeah, you can't be dropping games to. Well, Hawks are right, but. Yeah, but yeah. if you want to be top four, yeah, you can't, exactly. top two, you either, need to yeah. like win those games. Um, so Melbourne hosting Freo, the MCG. I'm actually tipping Freo to. These have to lose at some stage, even though Pipe's still one to two weeks away. Um, yeah, just think. Um, oh. Freo's midfield will take over. This yeah. wouldn't be the upset I'd be tipping. <laughs> just because Freo's form's just slid a little down, bit. Yeah. yeah, so Melbourne um, probably on, in second gear for the Kangaroos game, but you'd expect them to like turn it on and yeah, comfortably win this one. West Coast versus the Bulldogs at Optus. I've got the Dogs. I think you'll expect Norton to probably get more free kicks after Beveridge's comments last week. Yeah, can sort of see this going West Coast way, but I'm not going to tip them. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just depleted West Coast, so they're similar to the Roos, just getting smashed week in, week out. So you'd think, yeah, Bulldogs um, will win. You probably need Jamara to come in and have an impact. Yeah, well, they've been playing um, Karma 7 there. That's yeah, but he didn't key. touch the ball. I didn't my super coach and he got like nine points or something. Yeah, so it's good against the couple Pies, of weeks but not yeah, last mm-hmm. week. Um, so Gold Coast hosting Hawks in Darwin. Um, I've got the Hawk. No, sorry, I've got. Gold Coast, but I think Mitchell's yeah probably sneaky coach of the year. I think his list is below average, but he's doing um, yeah wonders with them. I think they're four and six. Yeah, um, it's just a great list. culture with Hawthorne, isn't it? So um, yeah, so maybe we can get some of that. I don't know what spirit they have, but whatever <laughs> Ashenburner spirit needs to be replenished. Uh, but yeah, I'm loving watching Gold Coast go about their work lately. So uh, uh, I'll tip them as well. But good to see. Yeah, Joel Jeffrey get yeah. uh, five goals. So. Two behind his head. Yeah, and Rankin's playing good footy as well at the yeah. moment. So. Good defensively too, I yeah. think, which is good to see. Sunday, 
bet Ruse versus the Saints. I've got the Saints. I think if you can stop King, because he's won three matches by himself in the fourth quarter, then that will go a long way to an upset. But, mm-hmm. yeah, got the Saints. Yeah, they've got a lot of firepower. Even without Higgins there, mm. um, they've got guys who can hit the scoreboard. So, um, yeah, I reckon Saints will win easily. Collingwood versus Carlton at the G. Um, I've got Carlton um, just on too big of a win streak, and I'm not sure if Pies have a matchup for Crips as well. Maybe, maybe mm. Crisp potentially. Not yeah, right. Collingwood. Are, this is, they're so good at playing away, like away games. So, um, yeah, it's a fifty-fifty. You tip them, they smashed uh, Freo, but you you think Carlton be the brave person to tip against them. Um, but yeah, loving watching Junovan go about his business. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because he's antagonizing your favorite oh, person. Right, yeah. We had a bit of Twitter activity between <laughs> both of us, I reckon, the last couple of weeks. <laughs> so, uh, I think Cancorn's like my tweet, but you're attacking him on, on the same Twitter yeah, handle. Yeah, we might so. have to like separate our accounts yeah, or something. I think so. <laughs> Different opinion. Maybe. Um, so, yeah, Port to close around versus the Dines. I've got Port as usual. Yeah, uh, Port for me too, reasons we mentioned before. Yes, and then if, if Kangaroos win that shit, they'll be getting the blowtorch for sure. So hopefully um, both our teams have a win, which I don't think's happened at all this season. Um, and we can do some yeah, Ws. All right, thanks. Catch you next week.